Did either of you ever watch Mad Men? Yeah. No. Yeah. I never uh, finished. The, my, I never like finished it, but I watched a good amount of it. Yeah. Well, they would do, when it had the TV run, it would do next week on Mad Men. Yeah. And it was almost, at, it, it was less intelligible and re- and crazy than Arrested <laughs> Development's ones. Like explicitly, <laughs> you could tell that the showrunners were like, don't tell, like, don't, don't make anything, anything clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's very funny. Like, I think sometimes it's literally just everybody saying what basically is what it feels like. What? They, what? They, what? Samuel and I make fun <laughs> yeah. of um, Drag Race. They do that on Drag Race um, where they, when they, before they cut to commercial break, they'll, they'll string together bits of dialogue to make it seem like it's like, <laughs> This is what's going to happen. And then the dialogue is completely out of place for everyone. It's like, I have a crush on so-and-so. And and then it's like, I love you. And then, but it's like, I have a crush on so-and-so. And and then the person that they were talking about was saying, I love you to their family that they were talking to on the phone. It's like, it has nothing to do with it. It's just like reality TV. (laughs) Classic reality TV, like uh, (laughs) coming back, like trying to get you to stay involved. Right. Just don't change the channel during the commercial. <laughs> Please don't change the channel. Please don't change the channel. <laughs> yeah. I have to share with you that somebody did a super cut of the next on Mad Men. Actually, AMC did it. I, I think they were in on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, welcome. Welcome, everybody, to Trek to the Holodeck. Um, we're minus one today. Dylan, I think, is in New York City. The big old apple. New... In New York. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the Jay-Z song. Yeah. Ah, that's what Beyonce <laughs> is one who says in New York, right? Yes. You don't know that one, Mark? I do. Is the vocal quality of Beyonce not concrete, good enough for you? Concrete bungholes where dreams are made up. There's nothing you can do. All right. He knows it. Well, that's there a, you go. Knows it better than I do. That was a 30 rock <laughs> reference. Liz Lemon gets all the lyrics wrong. So. <laughs> of course she does. Oh, man. Uh, Yo, yeah, we Star did, Trek, though. We did Hope and Fear this week. Voyager. We're back on Voyager month. It's been, what, five months since we had a Voyager month? It like has. actual months. It like, has. Yeah. <laughs> Even the last we, few episodes we've done... It, 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 despite the break, have all been lower decks or prodigy Comic or books. yeah, yeah. The lengths will go not to do another Voyager month. We started <laughs> a strike, a general eh. strike. We we, st- we started the strike. We, we started the strike started just not strike. to do the Voyager. <laughs> yeah, whatever the media says is not true. We we actually we we cooked the books on on strike authorization. We're like we can't do more Voyager episodes. Uh, and then we got yeah, bored. So we ended yeah, the we strike. Got <laughs> we got bored. We ended the strike finally. We cost the California economy $6 billion or whatever it was. <laughs> because we were tired of Voyager. <laughs> we're tired of Voyager. That's what it'll do to a, a mind. Uh, I wanted to point out that this is like the least Star Trek that I have watched in a sort like density wise. In since we started this podcast, yeah, not just a strike. I mean, I'm talking about like just generally because there's no new episodes right nope. now of anything, and we haven't done. <laughs> we haven't been doing the. Uh, we haven't been doing the podcast. The podcast. So during, like, it during has, the strike, 
Lower Decks was on during the strike. So I did watch Lower Decks during the strike. I still even then, like that's been what two months now, three months. Yeah, I think it ended in September. Yeah, it's been a while. Just it's been a while. It's like the olden days when you just had to remember the vibes. Because new discovery, they announced new discoveries coming out. I think in March. Um, Oh, they pushed it back, and that'll be when the next next new trek comes out is new discovery. So is that final discovery? Yep, season five. Final discovery. I think they had to do reshoots, and that's maybe why it's been pushed back even further because it they didn't know it was the final season until after they shot the they fifth shot season. It. So now they're doing reshoots to tie it tie it up. Which I will say, for in the modern era, for a streaming show to get five seasons, it's a great accomplishment. It is absolutely. Yeah. Um, How many seasons does Survivor have again? Uh, we're on forty five right now. That's a reality show, though. That's different. Yeah, reality shows and don't count. Reality, I, I'm watching. And, well, ahead. Survivor is also a CBS network show. It's not a streaming right. show. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I'm watching. Uh, it's not a streaming show, but I'm watching rewatching Frasier all out of order just for the hell of it. Sure. Like, Great. Yeah. Very like it's a fall fall asleep show for sure. But they got eleven seasons. Frasier had eleven seasons. That is insane. Was, sitcoms had like a stranglehold on this nation for yeah. a good, like the 90s. The 90s, it was just like. I think it still holds the record as the longest running spinoff in television history. I bet. If they don't count, I guess, yeah. You're 11 right. seasons? That's insane. And it was a, not the it best was a, part of that show. It was a spinoff no. of Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Fraser Crane. And now they're going, now they tried to reboot it and put him back in Boston. And it I hear it's terrible. actually good. I hear it's funny. Really? I read I read two headlines that had glowing reviews. So when I say that, <laughs> I'm not saying I actually heard a human that I know say it. I, I read watched, headlines. I watched the first episode. And I watched I the like, first oh, wow. two. I watched the first two episodes, and I think I had two like solid laughs. But yeah. I have a buddy on. I have a Trek friend on Twitter who has continued to watch it, and he says it gets better and better as you watch it. So okay. Is I it, stopped watching it, though. My question would be, though, does it continue to f- try to focus more on Frasier than the rest of the cast? I don't or know. Or do they lean into the fact that, like, Kelsey Grammer, not not a good leading man when it comes to comedy? That I don't know. <laughs> He's kind of an asshole in real life, too, so. Yeah. Like, we all watched Frasier not for, not for Frasier. We watched it for Niles, let's be honest. I was Rob a Niles Ross. guy. Honestly, Ross, I was. Nice. A, you boys love your gays. Guy. We no, we love. I was I, again. I was more of a Daphne guy, just generally. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 biggest the biggest uh, thing about that show was them making Niles straight. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. I know, the most David unbelievable thing. So gay in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, he's just very, very, very rich and educated. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. I Let me get some more sherry. Ep- oh, okay. <laughs> the first episode of the reboot, they brought in his nephew because they didn't have David Hyde Pierce doesn't want to do it. I, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if they didn't ask him back. He didn't want to do it. What it was, but they brought in his nephew. Like they brought in his nephew, which is uh, Niles's kid. Uh, Niles and kid. Yeah, he, yeah. He walks in at the airport, and like whoever the actor was, like nailed the Niles yeah. walk. One hundred percent. Like the floppy, floppy limbs, like straight upper back, like nailed it. 
So perfect. We can talk about Star Trek now. Well, hope and fear. <laughs> All right, I'll just do a quick rundown. Season four, episode 26, came out 20th of May, 1998. It's yeah. a Colby. It's a Colby. And a Colby. Uh, we will get into it. But, but the big thing is, first. this is a season finale. Yeah, but we got to do something first before You're we right. get to the season finale. We got it. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do the whole pop- summary. Sit down with your popcorn. You know, yeah. like get the TV ready to watch uh, Frasier and then you get on Paramount Plus because you're watching Frasier on Paramount Plus. Yeah, you're watching it on PP Plus. That's where it is. It's also on other other channels, but you watch it on Paramount Plus and then you get in there and you're like, wait a second. I haven't watched Star Trek in a while. Like there's been a big lack of Star Trek in my life. Huge lack. Yeah, so you go to like- I should Road watch the season four Voyager finale. Right, yeah. exactly. But you're like, wait a second, hold on. I'm going to watch that, but then I'm going to put my headphones in and listen to a podcast. So you like <laughs> load them both up at the same time. You load up yeah. the Voyager, and then you load up your favorite podcast, and you get ready to go on your trip. Believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. You know what I miss? I miss our intro music, which I'm not hearing right now. But I'm also hearing it right now. If like you I'm listen to the it. podcast, it's in there every week. I put it in there every week. It's in week. there every week. Yeah, when was the last time we released an episode? Mm, a week ago. <laughs> Two weeks, I guess a week, week ago. And a half. For those listening right now. <laughs> week and a half ago. So The illusion. <laughs> I was, so I was telling Jan about this um, before we get into Star Trek. I was telling Jan about this yesterday. Um, uh, I woke up. Friday morning with like some something in my eye and I didn't I didn't know what it was I'm sorry I'm laughing no I was I, like what where's Mark doing oh right this yeah this so I woke up with something in my eye and it was like maybe like some sleep or something in my eye and it was but it was like under my eyelid and it was hurting really bad and I like didn't want to rub my eye too much I didn't want to scratch anything so I I was like I know I will watch something to like make myself cry because that's you get something out with so you get something out with the crying so i go on a twitter you and just I, go splash water in your face i, did, I like, tried to i tried okay. to wash it i tried all to right. wash it out I, I did all the conventional things first and then i was like yeah. i know if i cry i'll like get something out so i go on to twitter and i go i ask like hey can i get some advice about like what's the what are the things that make you cry and so people were like oh watch um coda watch bridges of madison county watch somebody suggested schindler's list and i was like that is not like i'm not i'm not here to like make myself depressed for the next few days i just want to make myself cry and so somebody cry somebody messaged me and they they suggested the movie big hero six uh-huh and i've seen the movie before like it's sad like there are sad moments but i was like Okay, cool. I'll, I'll put that on. And so I, I watched that movie. I was sobbing so hard. 
in that movie. And I don't remember it being that sad, <laughs> but it was like, I was like heaving and like sobbing. It was like so embarrassing. I was like, I hope nobody is like looking through the window at me right now because of the, like the, like, I don't remember the last time I cried that hard. Like, I think like my grandpa's funeral or something like that. Like, it was like, it was Did it so, work? and I cried it out and it worked. And That's I was like, great. hell yeah. Now I know what to do. Anytime I get something caught in my eye. I, I got a, I got a couple things about that story, Mark. I love that you're so tied into Twitter that you can tweet something and get almost immediate feedback from oh, it. Oh yeah. Cause like, that I'm not that tied into any social media platform. Oh, sure, like sure, I will sure. never get immediate feedback when I post something. Um, but then I also, I, I used to do that with Facebook, and I would get responses. But <laughs> right, if I were right. to do that on Twitter, I would get like one like from like, right. <laughs> my and then mom like maybe a week later, somebody would say something. Um, hey, what did you end up watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then also like the lengths. Obviously, you said you've exhausted everything, but like you, you. Posted, got immediate feedback, then watched like an hour and a half movie to get something out of your eye. Like, <laughs> I, like literally, I was ready to go to urgent care. Uh, I was ready to like go get something because I was yeah. in serious pain. But I was also worried about driving because I couldn't see out of one of my eyes. So I was like, do I Uber to urgent care? Like, so that I could go. I'm like, I'm not going to take an ambulance to urgent care. Like, it's not that bad, but I also need to go. I was, I thought about calling Jan and being like, hey, are you yeah. busy? Can you take me you to urgent me right. care? <laughs> you mean, you can do that, by the way. I know I can, but it was Friday in the middle of the day. It was like 11 on a like, Friday. I'll take, I'll take two hours and watch Big Hero 6. <laughs> I imagine, I also imagine, like, in that scenario, you have called Jan. Jan comes and picks you up, but you're still watching Big Hero 6 just on going, your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like messy messy <laughs> yeah so that was my that was my eye saga but i cried it out and then i was still my eye was still hurting a little bit and so samuel got me some drops and so i got i had some drops in my eye and that kind of helped clear up the the redness but my eyes were also like puffy and red because i had been <laughs> sobbing like a small child <laughs> you know what didn't make me cry this episode yeah, good thing you didn't watch this episode, Mark. <laughs> I did watch the episode. Yeah, didn't make me cry. For to cry. That. Oh, to cry. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I also watched The Visitor and that also made me cry, but you know, The Visitor always <laughs> makes me cry. <laughs> uh, all right. There is give, a Big Hero some... 6 Star Trek crossover comic. There is? There is? Apparently. Is it I was trying to justify this story. Like the doctor working with Baymax or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. All right. Sorry, yes, that was my fear. offshoot. Okay, hope and fear. Um Runabout. Oh, okay, runabout. Yeah, you remember oh, the runabout? <sighs> the reach around. Yeah. The reach around. <laughs> Twenty uh, seconds each. Yep. What order are we going in? Darius starts, Jan middle, I finish. All right. Um Janeway and Seven are playing the shoot the disc game, uh, and then they uh, find out. I, don't, I, I honestly don't remember what they find out. I just know they go meet the Toehead guy. 
Um, and it's, he's like a universal translator, but he like, his species knows how to like, just pick up on that shit. And then Janeway's like, Hey, I need your help with an algorithm. He's like, great. Uh, great. I, because there's this encryption I don't understand. And he's like, Oh yeah, totally. This is what it says. And it's a message from the Federation that says, we sent you a perfect ship. That'll just fly you back to Federation space in three months. And everybody's like, sounds pretty good. And Janeway's like, <laughs> I don't know. And Seven is like, I don't want to go to Earth. <laughs> and so they um, they start to explore the ship, fix it up. Everything seems perfect. And then, uh-oh, they're betrayed. Um, and it turns out that the that the alien, his whole d- the people were destroyed by the Borg. And so he's going to kill everyone. But he can only try and kill Janeway and Seven. And then uh, they fix him. They fix he, it. He gets assimilated. So nobody he gets bangs. assimilated. No, definitely not. Pretty bangs. dark ending, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like his yeah. entire species is assimilated, and then he, yeah, gets, assimilated. he gets assimilated. <laughs> uh, you know, revenge. I appreciated really that. Work out. I appreciated that it wasn't a two-parter, and they didn't try to do a cliffhanger. Ooh. I if they would have tried to make this a two-parter, like what would have been the second part? There was nothing going on in this episode. <laughs> It should have been something like, if this is how they would do it, if it was a two-parter, they would get all of Voyager's crew onto the Dauntless, except for Seven and like a couple other people who are like, we're staying in the Delta Quadrant. They would stay on Voyager. Yeah. And then they get into the quantum slipstream and they realize, oh, fuck, actually we've been tricked. Like that's when they would find out. Right. When they're stuck in this quantum slipstream. And then some like seven or somebody else figures we'll figure it, out it out on Voyager. Yeah. And like now we Voyager have to save the crew that's already on the way to get assimilated. This is a better episode. This is already a better episode. Seven than what we and some of the Maquis, some of the Maquis that don't want to go back yeah. to Earth. Like we don't want to go back. We're gonna get arrested and thrown yeah. into a penal colony right. immediately. Yeah. And then like and then like the cliffhanger for se- for the end of the season is like them showing up getting like a um not assimilated, but like captured and close to assimilated. And then the yeah. Voyager, like, you know, warping in and then like, boom, next time on next time. Yeah. On, on, or to be yeah. continued. Maybe if Janeway uh, hadn't been suspicious from like the 10 minute mark and suspicious yeah. the whole time. Well, well, that's, they had to do that to make it a 45 minute show instead of a two parter. I guess. What I, what I like to imagine is, is this was going to be a two-parter and we definitely had Jan's uh, thought process on this. And then somebody in the writing room was like, do we think Janeway would be that dumb? And everyone's like, oh, fuck, no. you're right. Yeah, she can't be that dumb. She can't be that dumb. She can't be, she that, can't dumb. be that dumb. Well, they would All have right, had to make this episode. ship like <laughs> a perfect, like a truly perfect, not just a hollow projection of a Federation like, ship. Truly but like truly perfect. Yeah. yeah, like they really, like he took his time. This thing is Federation- built and federation designed do we ever find out like what happens to the quantum slipstream like they say we can't use it anymore but like do they just say it's like unstable like we're not using it they they were in like the they were in his i thought they had adapted their warp drive to his field that he was using and then they used it for as long as they could and then the field that he had collapsed and then they couldn't use it anymore because his ship was destroyed yeah and his ship 
like the plating on it and everything is resistant to something like, I think I said it early in the episode, like quantum fluxes or something. Basically Voyager, you know, would collapse going through the quantum solution. Like it's not crushed. designed for that kind of work. Yeah. Uh, the actor who, guest star shout out, who plays the toehead alien as toe Darius Conum, Arturius. <laughs> he looks like a toehead. Toehead. Uh, <laughs> is Ray Wise. Uh, and he was also one of the uh, the proto Vulcans, I believe, in that one episode of TNG. And he's also he's one of those that guys. Like he's been in everything. I think he's even been in Mad Men, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's just one of those those guys. One of that guys. Yeah, like I know that he looked, guy. He sounded familiar. So yeah, yep. He was in Twin Peaks. Oh, and he was in RoboCop. And he was an, he was the vice president in twenty four. Charm, Dawson's Creek, West Wing, CSI, Law and Order, SVU. Yeah, just one of those guys. He's one of those guys where SAG-AFTRA really needed to hammer out the strike well for him. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise they're like, we'll just get a scan of Ray Wise. Ray and we'll Wise, just put him so we don't everything. need him. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. <laughs> Uh, and the the person who played Admiral Hayes this is actually a reprisal of his of of this character by this actor uh, from Star Trek: First Contact, uh, Admiral Hayes. But of course, we know now this was a well, actually no. There, there was also a real version of yeah, the message he, from the Federation because he was so. the one who was saying we tried all we could, but we can't do anything for you. Yeah, his name is Jack Shearer. It's like uh, we just took some scan. Like we don't know really. We took some scans. Hopefully, it helps out. Best of luck to you. <laughs> what a bummer of a message. Like, should we even send something? Should we just pretend that we just aren't caring? Does does, does the Alpha Quadrant know that Voyager's out there? Yes. Because mm-hmm. how do th- they know? This is the this data stream that they got is from when mm-hmm. earlier in the season they um attached because I looked it up. They mm-hmm. um contacted the alpha quadrant through the herogen uh they have like a huge network and then the herogen got super pissed at them and was like stop using our network or we're gonna hunt you and that's how they reached (laughs) out (laughs) that is kind of like the herogen mo though like or we're gonna hunt you well and so (laughs) so they reached out to voyager uh, don't look at me or we're gonna hunt you so they reached out to. Uh, they reached Lodera out. Lodera says it's in message in a bottle. They figure it out. Yeah, Which because remember they watched, send they we? send the doctor to the Prometheus Prometheus, and that's when he meets Andy Dick. <laughs> it's a terrible episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so and then and then uh, they and then the Federation sends all the information they have back through the through the data stream. And so that's how the first time they have contact that they know the Voyager is still out there. Um, and then that, and they, that's when they start working on the, the stuff with Reg Barkley and all that stuff. Yes. Lodair is correct. Thank you, Lodair. And thanks for watching. We're back, baby. We're back, Peace. baby. Not knowing, not remember. I don't remember anything. Mark and Jan, you got it all. Fairly. <laughs> uh, I just know that stuff happens. Uh, is all right, so so we've improved already on the script of this episode. We, oh, we created easily. tension. We put tension back into it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, a power that Seven should keep all the time is 
the ability to walk through force fields. I don't know why she wouldn't just have that monitor like in her thing think, at all times. Yeah, I think that my headcanon on this was like the the thing that Janeway gave her from whatever she took it out of like burned up when she walked through. So like in order to have that constantly, she'd have to have like a constant supply of these things like uh we had to try to figure. I had to try to figure out why Borg she doesn't powers. walk through force fields after this. Why she doesn't use this. her Borg powers like, all time? Yeah. all the time. Yeah. I think it's kind of like how Data doesn't just always do everything on the Enterprise. Yeah. He's like, I got to be respectful. Like, you know, let them figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll we'll just paint them. or something. And Seven eventually <laughs> learns. Like, I can't do everything on this ship. I can't make people feel weird about the fact that I can just walk. You know, it's like Superman. Yeah. Superman's like. I don't have to wear handcuffs. Like I really like I'll wear them symbolically. So you know that you're safe. But the ship is these just like don't the do ship is, shit. Ship is going down and Data's just in his room painting. They're like, Data, yeah. why aren't you helping? You gotta figure it out for yourself. I'm off duty. Ships. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I was told that I fix things. I jump in too often, too quickly. My shift starts in 23 minutes. Maybe you can buy that amount of time. <laughs> and then and then we'll be out of it. We'll be out of it. So you're saying you know the answer. Yes, I do. Oh, Why don't you just tell us? Can't do it. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I'm trying to be more human and it's not my shift. So, And from what I know, humans really, really want their off time. So I'm going to like, gonna Well, what about it. self-preservation instincts? Like, good point. And he like walks to the escape pod. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> Second officer Data override. Out. I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> oh, um, so this whole episode, the only thing that takes place in the holodeck is is the beginning and the end. So we have this whole episode that we can chat about if we want to. Before. I think there's stuff to talk about. I'm looking through my yeah. alpha here. Um, no, Jane, there's, there's, there's Janeway's stuff. best line was when they figure out that Arturius is betraying them. <laughs> She mm-hmm. and Seven um, leave Astrometrics, and she goes, let's get some guns. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Janeway's like, she's like, I've figured it out. Now, what's the answer? Guns. guns. <laughs> like, I, yeah. It took it's four like seasons, but they're Yeah, fully. we've really morphed into Janeway's answer to everything is guns. <laughs> it's like she's like giving herself the like, okay, we have to have a reason to get guns. And then once she finds a reason, she's like, fuck she's yes. Like, I get to have guns now. Get the guns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, she like walks out of her quarters one morning and it's just like, give me a gun. What's wrong now, Janeway? The coffee machine's not working. Okay, that's not a reason why <laughs> the, you the, get to the have the a gun. The replicator burned my roast. Give me a gun. <laughs> Whoa. She's just like trying things on just to have a gun. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tuvok's like, Captain, I cannot authorize you to have a gun. That's it. Give me a gun. <laughs> so making some curry here. Uh, early on in, at the production meeting, Dan Curry and Ronald B. Moore a uh, long-time production mm-hmm. designer on, on Star Trek, uh, they they discussed how to do velocity. Uh, so they had they were partic- they participated in the conception of velocity, which is space racquetball, basically not space racquet, not explicitly a space racquetball, but velocity in space it, racquetball. It's space. Spacers. It's like racquetball and skeet combined. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Uh, um, 
but it was created, but the storyboards for the sequence were created by Dan Curry and a senior illustrator, Rick Sternbach. Uh, and then Winrich Colby, who was the director on this episode, Colby. Colby. Also had some input into what Velocity would be like. Have they done Velocity on Lower Decks yet? Yes. I don't know. Yes, because it's, it's um, Captain uh, it, it's in an episode Freeman we, and Mariner playing it, right? It's in an episode we've done before. It was in Wedge Dudge. Um, Wedge Dudge. Right. Yeah, because he's trying to get a bridge buddy. And so he goes and he interrupts everybody's, bri- everybody's bridge buddy times. And uh-huh. Mariner and, and uh, Freeman are playing Velocity right. and shouting at each other. And he tries to join in. And he just like is like, whoa, I can't handle this. And so he leaves. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, let's see here. This is a very great classic production story here. Uh, they were going to do... A scene, the scene in which Paris reports that Voyager is immediately behind the Dauntless took a few hours to shoot. A scene that I don't even really remember. I think it's just like 10 seconds. Uh, early in the preparation for the scene, when Rich, Rick Colby quietly examined the bridge set with the viewfinder and decided that he wanted to use a camera dolly and track for the scene. A conclusion that was then acted upon by the grips without Colby expressing the decision. Key grip Randy Burgess had interpreted the wish by observing Colby's movements. The filming of the scene wasn't finished until around 12.42 a.m. in the early morning of 28 February. So I'm, I'm guessing the implication there is that they didn't properly set up the dolly based on what they assumed the director wanted. Yeah, so that he just like he interpreted what he wanted based off of like Colby like Walking down a hallway with a viewfinder, be like, "Oh yeah, that looks great. Oh, oh, yeah. That's good." Like, <laughs> He's like, "What's like, himself?" Director, like, that's gonna poses. be a Colby. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be a Colby. <laughs> that's gonna be a great Colby. And he's just like slowly walking backwards. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and the key grips like, "All right, all right, that's that's what we're gonna do." So it wasn't ready like, until twelve forty two in the morning. <laughs> and then Colby shows up. Be like, "What the fuck is this? What the shit is this?" <laughs> This is a this is a Colby. This is gonna be your Colby. No, this what? is a Burgess. This is a Burgess. <laughs> this is not a Colby. Randy. <laughs> you should have asked. I could I had the answer for you. Yeah, you could have asked me. It's about communication, Randy. <laughs> yeah, but Colby, like, why didn't you say anything when you saw us setting this up? Huh? You gotta learn sometime. You gotta learn. <laughs> I didn't think that you'd set it up like an idiot. <laughs> Apparently, and then Chakote actor Robert Beltran and Paris actor Robert Duncan McNeil flubbed their lines in the fifth take of the scene. The sixth take was considered as being perfect, and the scene's filming was therefore regarded as being complete. What a weird memory alpha story, but like, I I love it because it's so working on a set of... Oh, absolutely. Time being wasted (laughs) on a throwaway shot, a 10-second throwaway dolly shot. none of us remember. None of us remember. I watched this an hour like, ago. I, want, I watched I this an hour this. ago, and I have no memory. Don't of this. remember it. Nope. Yeah, I watched it. No last memory night. of it. Yeah. And they had to pay everybody to just sit there and yeah. like being crafty while this is getting set up. I mean, I, that, that's one of the greatest <laughs> sources of waste in Hollywood in general. <laughs> oh my God, Colby. 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 Director, why are you time. coming home at one fifteen in the morning? Uh, I can't even get into it. 
<laughs> can't even get into it. You said you said the day was going to wrap at like 7 p.m. Yeah, I it know. was going to. It was supposed to. It was actually supposed to. And now yeah. I have to stay late tomorrow, too, because we're behind. <laughs> we're way behind. <laughs> we got a dolly shot, though. <laughs> we got a dolly shot. Was it Was it a good one? No, it wasn't even a Colby. Absolutely But we got not. one. It wasn't even <laughs> close to a Colby. Uh, Let's see here. Lisa Klink was the story editor on this and they had, okay let's see there's something about the original concept for the script there's a lot sorry there's just a lot of memory alpha content for this episode which is surprising to me <clears throat> okay. which is surprising because it was kind of a bland episode altogether. because again it didn't like follow through on the danger of it Uh, let's see. Quantum Slipstream concept was considered in the third season for Scorpion. That that's his season finale. Uh, Scorpion's the one where they team up with the Borg, correct? Yeah, that's the one where they get Seven. Yeah. Apparently, Brandon Braga had an image of Seven of Nine at the helm of one ship, Janeway at the helm of the other, and them heading toward each other at breakneck speed, as if we were going to bring to a culmination the character arc that had been established between them. The struggle and Seven finding her identity, but it being not at all the identity that Janeway would have preferred. This was supposed to be an exploration of that. Like, we're actually pretty close with that in our concept of, like, yeah, they should be on opposite ships. and We are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Seven is a little bratty in this episode. She's yeah, she's yeah. having she's in her like terrible twos, basically. Well, they even say they even say it like up top. Like Janeway's complaining about it. I can't remember. I think it was uh, Chakotay. Um, no, I don't think it was Chakotay. I, I think it was uh, Tuvok. Was like oh, maybe right. she thinks that she's learned everything she can from you, and now she's going to move like, on. We're bumping heads more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. It really does sound like a mother talking about her adolescent daughter who's acting out. Like a 13-year-old. Right. Yeah. I do love that, like, in the beginning, well, this is after, this is in the holodeck, but after, in the beginning, they're just like, she's like, no, let's play again. No, you lost. She's like, be a, reset. Be a, be a, don't be a sore <laughs> loser. And it's like, it's, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I get the whole sore loser thing, but, like, you're afraid of losing, aren't you, Janeway? It is a good spin on on it. Yeah, because like 100% it's Janeway's like, I'm 43 years old and I don't think I have another round in me. (laughs) It's like, I got the win and I can spin this as she needs to learn to accept the loss. But yeah. Let's exactly. be real here. I cannot play. I just fell backwards on my back. Like I have to go is I have to go to see the doctor right now because I'm pretty <laughs> sure one of my discs is out of alignment. <laughs> Seven's Did like, you even I, see I, the I doctor have, in this episode? Uh, very briefly, maybe. Is the yeah. doctor? He's got to be. It's a season, it's a season finale. And contractually they all have to appear at some point. I just don't remember seeing it. Yeah, so she I she asked sure. the doctor if there are any health risks because they, they examined uh, the away right. team to see That's if right. anything happened to and them. He and says, he's like, right. none that I know of, none that I can tell. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's literally <laughs> one scene in the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh so apparently in one of the drafts. They like they had it so seven when she went through the quantum slipstream had like a seizure from it. 
Like she mm-hmm. couldn't handle being in a slipstream. And so that was going to be like the reason why she couldn't go. I think it would have been better. It's always better when it's a person's choice though. When it's like, no, I know. fuck you. <laughs> I would have been pissed if I'm like, you can't go because you have epilepsy. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Just <laughs> knock put me her in out. stasis or something. <laughs> Just, <you> know, yeah. <laughs> Put me in one of those tubes. I'll, I'll just chill out. <laughs> yeah, nah, whatever. Nah, can't go. <laughs> Sorry. It's just too much. It's just too much work. And then there's a tinier ship as well. No holodeck. I'm kind of glad they didn't take it. They're like, no like yeah, there's no holodeck. There's no replicators. No, there, I, there if, were, if, the, if, I thought he said there were replicators. There was no, there was only one transporter and there was only one shuttle. Well, there are no replicators yeah. because she looks at Neelix and is like, your work's going to be cut out for you. And Neelix is like, oh, I'm down. I got so oh, many roots. That, for some reason, I thought that was uh, on the like he, the morale officer part of things where like there's no That's holodeck. Thought, oh. so your work's going to be cut out for you. You got to like keep people. But you could be right. Like I just, Maybe I that's how I it. interpret Because they would have had to know that they weren't going to stop anywhere to get food right. for three right. months. But like they already... They already are rationing replicator stuff. And like yeah. Neelix's work is already cut out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy that jellyfish. Well, uh, <laughs> at the beginning, it was like, what are we doing with this jellyfish? And Paris is like, Neelix. It's like, well, I don't remember this at all. It was in the very beginning. It was, I don't so, it was so weird. It was such a weird scene. Where it was like, <laughs> oh, it, moment. It, was, it was just like a, a reason to introduce. Uh, Arturius, because Neelix was with Arturius, oh, and yeah, yeah. him and Paris came back to the ship, and Paris was like holding a jellyfish, and he was like, "What are we doing with this?" And in my brain, I was like, "Probably gonna eat it. Uh, I, you're not gonna put it in a, a fish tank or anything like that." Like the amount of the amount of stuff that they had to just like throw in there to get all the characters into the season finale. Yeah. I'm like, what do we? What happened, guy? <laughs> yeah. You could have found a way to do this more organically. Yeah. Lodare says one shuttle craft would have been the death of Voyager. One it shuttle. Have. Only having one shuttle craft would have just meant Voyager's oh. done for. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then they do build the Delta Flyer, but mm-hmm. let's be real. So many things should have been a death of Voyager that weren't. Didn't, it didn't matter. Oh, man. Um, All right. Well, do we want to head to the archives? Do we have anything else to talk about in this finale? It is just a bummer that like they didn't, as usual, just explore the full stakes of what could have been in any way. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even really remember how they got off. They're just like transport us off. We can't. They but destroyed now they can. The, they destroyed the shields and then were able to transport off. And Arturius right shot time shot through yeah. Janeway. And the phaser, yeah. I, ne- I never understand the mechanics of that. Like when you shoot somebody as they're transporting out, if it kills them or if it doesn't kill them, because like half the time it does kill them and half the time it doesn't kill them when you shoot through somebody. Transporting I think, out. I think it's a, I think it's a phase in which the, fa- the, the transporter is, is in like if the transporter is already like, has already like gotten all of the information of your body and then you get shot, like it got it before you got shot. But if yeah, it's, it's like it's in the process paste. of like copying it, right? When you shoot it, then it's like I'm just saying half oh, the time they land on the transport and they go and they die. <laughs> and the other times it's like, got you just in time, Captain. <laughs> it's like, sorry, like, red shirt, you're dead. 
<laughs> the transporter isn't just instantaneous. It's a slow copy paste. Like, it's very slow. There's not, it just depends on how much RAM there is on a transporter pad. We know the older ones didn't have a lot of RAM. Yeah. No. Like no. on Enterprise. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the ones on, on Voyager. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, it's like an Apple ships, computer. You know, it the, needs less RAM. <laughs> right. And the newer ships, you can't even install new RAM. They've like, they've like hard soldered it straight they're in. Hard like there's, no, there's no updating RAM. You have to build a whole new ship. Yeah. But like, know? it doesn't, you don't need to. Like, it just lasts longer. Like, look at Voyager. Right. It was seven yeah. years in the Delta Quadrant. I know, but it's not as, not as cool and not as shiny. Like, it's easier on the manufacturing process if they don't have to like, I wonder you how the gel packs play it. into that. No, nah, they well, don't. It's just part of the design process, <laughs> just marketing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a marketing feature they just abandoned real quick. You're like, ah, it's not working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People aren't really into it. It's like the iPhone 15 Pro with the titanium is actually kind of makes it worse for when it comes to drops. It just like chips yeah. really badly and screen shatter <laughs> more, but just sounds cool in marketing. It has titanium. Yeah, it yeah titanium. It's, got it's titanium. from space. From Your space. iPhone's from space. It's like, yeah, everything comes from space. I, I like that or it's Stardust. just like with titanium, so you don't really know how much titanium is in it. It's just like right. with it. It's, it's an like, alloy with titanium in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> instead of leaning, instead of like leaning into their action button, which they, I think, realized that you actually kind of have to know a little bit more advanced knowledge of iPhones to be able to make it useful. Like you have to know how to make shortcuts and stuff like that to yeah. make your action button useful. They're like, oh, just don't, just do a titanium. Just yeah. market titanium. Just with titanium. <laughs> I mean, it's so much easier and 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 visually stimulating to do it and that way. And people will be like, ooh, titanium. And let's be real, like the Apple's entire marketing for decades has been like, you don't have to customize this. Sleep it just design. works fine. Right. We'll do it for you. So when it's you add so, a customization feature, that's not a feature that attracts Apple customers. It's so funny to me that they made the action button. You have the ability to customize it pretty crazily, but they make you go through the shortcuts app. What's they a, know what's people the can button? do it. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's They just got rid of the, the, they got rid of the little switch that turns your phone to silent. Oh. And they put a button there. And that button will do different things based off of how you program it to do. Including, so like it'll make you it, could choose it to make it silent. You can make it, you can make it just like button. the silent, unsilent. You can make it like open your camera. You can make it do other things. But then in order to do more complicated things, like if you wanted to like launch an app or you wanted to like do something more, you have to go into shortcuts and make a shortcut to do that. Which is basically just programming. Short, it's just programming. It's like it's like easy if programming. Then, and then a, yeah. and then assign that shortcut to the button so instead of letting you just go like hey when i press this button open this app i have to go to the shortcuts app and build that shortcut it's ridiculous i need a button that will close videos on my phone as fast as possible what they have is not fast enough. <laughs> why mark <laughs> i don't can't get into details but what they have is not fast enough okay you could do that there it probably is a way so, to so, so what yeah. I need is more titanium and a faster button to close videos. That's what I need. <laughs> no, no, it mutes everything, closes the window, disconnects from Bluetooth, all of it. <laughs> yeah, shuts the door. Yeah. Uh, did you folks know about the accessibility feature where you can make it so you can? Sorry, you can just tap on the back and it'll open yeah. up your camera. It's so yeah. great. Wait, it's what? so great, except for the fact that it's so fucking 
I, every time like I put my phone on the table or something, uh-huh. like it, it registers a double tap and then like, I'm like, don't need that nope. right now. Thank you. No. Well, Mark, you have to turn <laughs> it on, but you can do it. Oh, It's a, yeah. it's a under accessibility. The last yeah. time I went into accessibility, I accidentally zoomed in and I couldn't unzoom it. <laughs> and it was a disaster. <laughs> Mark is such a 65 year old. I am so bad. I'm such a grumpy old man. That's what my husband calls me a grumpy old man. Let's Old go to the archives. Let's go to the archives. <laughs> Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Okay, so the manual says we have mm-hmm. to shoot the discs and they mm-hmm. have to bounce off the walls and off each other okay mm-hmm. if what you if, if you shoot at it part? before it bounces off the wall or the other one then that's a point for the other player wait what that's so confusing i just i w- i think i don't think it gets much clearer than that it has to bounce off of <laughs> a wall and yeah. itself or itself how does it bounce off itself well look we should just play it i think it'll become very clear <laughs> Okay. Where is Pert? Pert said he'd be here a half hour ago. Yeah, Pert did he say told he, was me, be he here told me, hey, he told me, hey, come come to the holodeck. I'm going to teach everybody velocity. And I was yeah. like, oh, velocity, that's the game that Janeway plays. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, great. I'll learn how to play velocity. I can get some velocity time in with Janeway, you know, gain some goodwill, maybe mm-hmm. pay off some of this pip debt and get up a little bit higher in the ranks. But now he's not even here and I'm I'm confused. Well, he's here in this holodeck projection. Like he is technically yeah, teaching us how to play Velocity. He, yeah, but we also know how we also know how bad at programming holodecks. Oh yeah, he's is. speaking all Klingon. This, it's speaking Klingon, and all it's doing is walking into a wall. <laughs> There's also a paywall that says if we want the advanced instructions, we have to put in two strips of latinum. I'm not putting in two strips of latinum for I'm not the putting rules in of the game. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. But again, I think it's pretty simple to understand. I will translate the Klingon and then I will explain it to you. All right. Let's just let's just get around in and see if we can understand. Okay, do you want to play threes or do you want to do singles and then we'll just whoever loses What's the difference between threes and singles? You I you're okay, well, speaking no. English, but it sounds like you're speaking Klingon right now. I I'm don't actually even speaking know what Vulcan that. right now. I'm speaking Vulcan, but the universal okay. translator is putting it in whatever. Well, it English? sounds like you're speaking so Bajoran, universal really, trans- but my question is, why isn't the Universal Translator working with the Klingon? <laughs> well, That's you know that Universal Translator feature. is contextual. It knows. No. Exactly. It knows okay. when the intention yeah. is to not be understood. <laughs> Tom, the last time we tried to do this, you just shot me with the phaser. I feel like yeah, we need to shoot the other players. I thought it was part of the no, rules. No, you need to shoot the discs. That's the most simple one. You shoot the discs. You don't shoot the other players. All right. This isn't phaser tag. Well... I don't know what velocity that doesn't even make that doesn't even describe what's going on in here. If velocity is just speed and 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 vector. We all know what it is scientifically, Lopez. I, I didn't go to school, okay, right. so I don't know what it is. But still, <laughs> yeah, you you just got on Voyager through that program, <laughs> right? That like 
I'm just gonna go ahead and say saying, it, folks. This is affirmative action, right? Like, it's just, are you saying the diversity program? I diversity was in the program. I was in the Maquis. I was conscripted into this crew. Let's be. And honest. also, you were a collaborator with the Cardassian government. We know all that. You told us that in confidence. I'm gonna shoot you with this phaser if you keep bringing up those things. <laughs> that's part. That's against the rules. I found out it's against the rules. You cannot shoot, shoot me with the phaser. phaser. That's fair. <laughs> Also, okay, right. I'm Throw looking the at these disc. phasers. Let's these aren't it. like these aren't toy phasers. These are from Tuvok Security Locker. <laughs> How did Pert? Mine, mine has safety features turned off. Yeah, mine I can't turn not, them on. It's set to kill. It's not set to stun. Well, Janeway yeah. ran past me and she said, "I need a gun," and then she handed me one, and then she took another one. So, I don't know. I've never seen her give anybody a phaser. She gave you no, a phaser? I've seen her take phasers. I've she takes take phasers. a lot of phasers. She had two, and she gave me one, and then she ran off. This one is also set to kill. I don't know. Well, yeah, that makes sense. If it came from Janeway, so it was, of course, set to kill. Yeah, I think that I think when I was at the uh, mess hall today, the coffee machine was broken, so that might that might be why. There she was, was a big hole in the coffee machine. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that. There was a big hole in a coffee machine. She calls it a coffee machine. It's just, it's a replicator, but she calls it the coffee right. machine. Well, she only orders that? coffee right. from there. So. She only ever yeah. gets coffee from there. I don't think so. she knows it does other things. <laughs> She's the captain. Of course she would know that. I don't know. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen her get food out of a replicator? I haven't. She I only haven't. eats Neelix's food. Yeah. Which, even when Neelix's food is absolutely unedible. Absolutely. Well, the, the problem is that. It costs the same number number of replicator rations to order a coffee as it does a full meal. You ever notice that? Yeah. It just doesn't. It's like it's not one to one. No, but coffee is rare in a sense, so that makes sense, right? I, I know that in ancient Earth history, uh, coffee was valued, right, the same as as a meal. And for like a good hundred and fifty years, like we were didn't have coffee, like we had it had gone extinct you know right well yeah and it was like if you, you, you could either get coffee or you could like buy a house and that stopped people from buying houses was they spent so much money on coffee i, I, I remember hearing about the millennial dilemma is what they called yeah. it what what's a millennial yeah. is an old 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 earth like slang term towards uh, a group of people that were born between a certain year and a certain year Huh. Okay. Yeah. So you shoot this disc. And ah! it, right. Watch out where you point that thing. Sorry. It is set to kill. I, set well, it. Thankfully, I'm a Vulcan and I have three times as much hit points. As, it, as it, doesn't it doesn't matter when it comes to a phaser. It doesn't matter when it comes to a phaser. set to kill. You may not dissolve <laughs> like the rest of us, but you'll still Wait, die. Did you just kill me? Am I dying? I didn't shoot. I didn't shoot it. I just pointed it at you. you he missed you barely. Yeah, you did shoot it, McCall. I I'm mean, sorry, I did but shoot, like, shoot it, McCall. Look, I <laughs> do not deny what we have seen with our own eyes. I know, again, that you're a collaborator with the Cardassian government. All right. You're used to propaganda. Do you want me to kill you? No, I no. don't. All right. I'm going to toss the disc, and then somebody's got to shoot it. That's how we play this, Okay, right? well, you don't toss the disc. That, I, well, I'm I not sure they, how you got the idea around. you have to toss it. <laughs> they just float yeah, around. Floats <laughs> ar- no! <laughs> Okay, now shoot at the disc and try and you try and bounce the disc off the walls to hit other people. Okay, so what? How do I lose a point? By getting hit. We don't lose a point. You get hit, and the other person and the gets other person a point. gains points. Wait, so if I get hit by the disc, they gain a point? Yes. 
So that okay, that makes sense. I think this yeah. is a two-player so game. I don't think this is a three-player game. Well, you can play in threes where you like two people play defense, the other play other person plays offense. Oh, like a round robin type thing. Yeah, sort of a round robin situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're somebody's like, trying to get into the holodeck. Uh, hold on. Uh, yes, we're just doing normal training. I think it's ridiculous that we actually have to lie about what we're doing in the holodeck because uh, obviously Pert didn't get the. He didn't reserve it. He did not know? reserve it. No, he just told but us to meet us here. Thankfully, we programmed that action, the, that new action button they put in on all the holodecks. Oh, man. Where you just double tap it. it and it turns yeah. it off. It just just turns everything off. Like, just turns so everything fast. Off. Like, as fast as we need it to turn it off. Yeah. yeah. Lights go out. You yeah. Know. Actually, I can't yeah. see anything right now, actually. <laughs> Even with your Vulcan gonna, Vision? Vulcan Vision's not that great. It's, three it's times very better. bright. I thought it was three times better. That's one thing we're basically the same as humans, if not worse. Gotcha. Finally, we're used to seeing three times more something. light. We see so oh. much light that oh, we actually have yeah. to see less. But if it's dark, yeah. it's it's three times worse in the dark. It's I three gotcha. times worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Okay. okay. Can you just shoot the phasers a little bit? Just a little bit to make just to light yeah. up the area. So so just I can turn yeah. the light Stand on. still for me, okay? Uh, okay. You know what? I'm not going to be party to an accidental murder. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, We're back, baby. Oh, there's some good stuff in there. Some good stuff in there. All right, velocity. 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 Velocity is like if shooting skeet was a sport. It is a sport. I just don't know. Like, what is... I'm honestly confused at what the So what are. I learned Clearly. is when you're playing with the captain... When she's done, you're done. When she wants uh-huh. to keep going, you keep going. Well, yeah, that's just classic <laughs> power dynamic. Because it was like, Seven was like, okay, I am I need to go do some work. And she was like, fuck no, computer lock the doors. We're going another round. <laughs> One more round. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> yeah. And that was, and so Seven played another round and that was it. <laughs> right. But I in the beginning, the, Seven yeah. wanted to leave. No, seven, seven wanted to play again, and she was and like, no, no, no. Ray said, uh-uh, no, no, I'm no. out. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. We're not threw out a dick. Quit being a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, I think Jane, is that really it? You get hit by the disc, and you the other person yeah. gains a point. She had like yeah, seven had like sores on her arm and stuff from the disc. It was like hurting her. I thought that was those are just her implants. Her oh. like Borg implants. Maybe I was. Maybe I saw wrong. It looked like they were like. From where the disc hit her, because they do have the. I I understand what you're referencing because they they look like, they look like like blood vessels. Yeah, it looks like a bruise and blood vessel. But I just thought that was like nano probes and stuff. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Now I don't know. I do like, think. I, go ahead. Trace. Oh no, go ahead. I was, was going to kind of change this the game subject. Exist. It should not exist. This game. This is one of those games that just couldn't exist in real life. Why don't they just you know? play Domjot and chill out? I mean, because it's ridiculous it's a, it's that they use Janeway game. It's a Janeway game, and it has to have guns. Yeah, it does have true. to have guns. Like, normally, Velocity is played play. with, like, a racket, yeah. but she's like, what if we use phasers instead? <laughs> she's Way like, more could, dangerous. We could play squash, or we could shoot play. each other. <laughs> 
No, what's what is what's future squash? It's the uh, oh the one they play, they play it. the one they play. It's yeah. um oh uh Bashir. They play racquetball. I mean, they just name? play racquetball. Is it, we call it space racquetball. Yeah, but it's, but racquetball and squash are basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's the, the ball. I think is smaller. Um, and where where have you either of you ever played racquetball? Yeah, yeah. If squash, you have to hit like above a certain part of the wall, above a yeah, line. Yeah, above the line. Yeah, uh, you don't have to in racquetball. No, you you can, as long. <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but as long as it hits the front <laughs> wall <laughs> and doesn't bounce more than Twice. once Twice? on the on the floor, then you're good to go. Okay, so you have the bounce in the front wall and uh-huh. a bounce off the ground. To uh-huh. to return the well, you have and to you can, well, you, you have can to ricochet it off of it. Well, you have to remember, you Darius, as is, much as you is, want. Yeah, Jan is from tennis folk, so he knows all the rules to all the various <laughs> tennis style games: pickleball, squash, racquetball, <laughs> tennis. I just played a lot of racquetball in college because that was my like physical fitness whatever class that it's, I took. It, it it's it gets your heart rate going. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I'm very bad yeah. at it. Uh, Actually, Janeway reminds me of people who are good at racquetball, which is they just played it so much they they don't they don't even really move that much. They just they're like eh, eh. like you. I, yeah. The best racquetball players are sixty three years old you. and don't move, don't break a sweat, and they're pushing you around. Yeah, yeah. and you're like running because you're like this young kid just running around trying to. <laughs> you're chasing after the balls, and they're just like, oh, they play on Bejo. They play spring ball. Is the game they play. spring ball? Spring ball. Yeah. Is that what they're playing on Deep Space Nine too? Um, I think the specific when they go and watch the game, I think they're playing racquetball. When Bashir's wearing that stupid like jumpsuit, I think they're playing racquetball. Um, but the sport that Kira plays is spring ball. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. But racquetball has to be in a contained room so that it can bounce off of the back wall. Yeah. Right. I want to play racquetball with you too. Yeah, let's play racquetball. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so fun. So there is a there is a uh, an instance of them watching a spring ball game in Deep Space Nine, and an instance of them w- watching a racquetball game in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, racquetball. Yes, racquetball is what they're playing. In Deep Space Nine, with all the weird targets, oh, yeah, with the like targets all over the walls, are like and the, and the walls field are like different shapes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they, why there's all they play this. racquetball on the Enterprise as well. This racquetball court in Deep Space Nine, though, is oh, this, it's a spring ball court. Is That's the spring at. ball court that I sent you. Yeah, this racquetball court that is on Enterprise is sweet looking. I got, show that, share that link. Uh okay, you just if you if you search racquetball in memory alpha, Fair but I'll, I'll share it. I'll I'll share it. I'll share it. I'll look it up. Racquetball. Oh, here we go. Chat. I feel like racquetball is a quintessentially eighties sport too. Oh yeah. holy smokes! Isn't that dope? That's oh. sweet. <laughs> and like Picard's in like the most ripped outfit ever. Absolutely, I want this racquetball uniform. <laughs> it's like a racquetball romper. It's like it's like he's got biking attire on. Okay, so the reason I didn't clock the Deep Space Nine Bashir O'Brien 
racquetball court as a racquetball court is because that is not a racquetball court. That's insane. (laughs) The thing is, it's racquetball after 350 years of evolution. So it's how the game evolved over 350 years. Go look at a at a, a baseball field, maybe not a baseball field, but go look at a, a football field from 100 years ago. They're still the same so shape, baseball Mark. Fields, okay. Baseball fields had four bases at one point because it came from a game that had four bases. Like, not five bases, sorry. I was going to say there are four bases, bases in the okay. field. There home base bases. and four bases in the field. Yeah. Go look at it. Go but look the at athletes f- got good enough. Go look at a football uniform from a hundred years ago. Well, I mean, that was because they just didn't give a shit about people's safety. <laughs> well, they just I mean, things just evolve. Sports evolve over 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 the centuries. I'm trying to think of how yeah. this ball, like the mechanics of the ball, bat, like it doesn't make sense. It, the game would have to fundamentally change significantly. Well, the 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 walls that are on an angle, but like near the the floor, yeah. the ball wouldn't go back to the wall. Yeah, like that's just a bad yeah, design. Just go like, you don't want to hit off of those. Like, yeah. But also, looking at this Enterprise one, looks cool. It not also a, has those play. angled walls too, doesn't it? It's not the same kind, but yes, the walls are angled in a weird way. But it also has targets as well. Like, when did we decide that racquetball had targets on the wall? Like, do you have to hit those targets to gain points in some way? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, there, sh- there shouldn't be targets. Part of the fun of racquetball <laughs> is there's no targets. <laughs> Unfortunately, neither of these episodes seems to have any holodeck content. No. Technically, well, the racquetball court the racquetball, was built on the Holosuite set. Well, the racquetball court is on the Holosuite. Again... The racquetball court was I don't built think on the hollow suite set, it. but they're not saying it's the hollow suite. Oh, I always, I always thought the racquetball court and the springball court, because they're on the station, were in the hollow suite. They might be, but I don't think they ever explicitly. Maybe say they don't explicitly say it that it's in the hollow suite. I, that's just what I always assumed because it was. Where else would you put? Where would you put a racquetball court on the station? Right. It have to be popular enough for you to take a, a loading deck or something or bay or something like that. You know what? Like I think I think you're I think I would be down to interpret that because it's not canon either way. I th- I think we watch it and we, we just decide. It. Yeah. Yeah. This is a what really episode, fun episode too. What episode is it? <laughs> it's called Rivals. Yeah. Oh, that's Season the two, one where episode 11. that's the one where Quark has a has it's the guy from The Princess Bride opens a like a rival bar, the, doesn't he? The, isn't it? It's the Elorian, isn't he? An Elorian, this guy. Is it, isn't it Prince Humperdinck? He opens a bar on the station. I think so. But this but guy, this know. guy is an Elorian, which is Guinan's species, right? Yeah. And he's like, we know how to listen. We know how to open bars and do stuff. <laughs> we like know that. what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do rivals next week. I'm because it's thematically it. connected to this one through. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a we need rivalry. to rate. We need to rate this episode though. Well, we're going to rate it. We're we need to finish it. this episode. Dialogue. But we're just, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to give it I a four and a half because it's hilarious to Janeway's like, now game's over. And, <laughs> and then, now we're playing another one. <laughs> and then it's like, no, we're playing another one. The power dynamics are so off. Yeah. I'm going to say a yeah. four. Three. It's a perfect encapsulation of Janeway just makes up the rules as she goes. She's like Absolutely. a bad parent. Yeah. <laughs> and Seven's like, I don't know what you want ever. She's like, I want to win. I want to win, baby. Uh, <laughs> romance. 
There's more like the love of a, a mother-daughter sort of like yeah. quibbling. Like a 1.5. Yeah. 0. 0.5. 0.5. 0.5. I'm going to give it a two. Action. I mean, it's velocity. Folks. They're shooting phasers. They're shooting phasers at a little disc. And and they're the the discs beat the hell out of each other. They like yeah. I'm gonna say a five. Four point five. five. I'm gonna give it a four because like I don't feel like the the danger of the action. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I docked at point five. Suspense. Not really a lot. You know, Janeway's gonna get hers. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, a. I don't feel the suspense of who's gonna win. I yeah. just don't. I really don't. I don't Zero. feel that at all. Zero for me. Point five. Camp, very campy. Um, nothing really pops out of me as camp me besides Janeway just being like, no. I mean the sport. The sport is silly. Sport's kind of campy, the, but the, all sports in Star Trek are campy. Yeah, and the the visuals of the <laughs> velocity discs, very nineties. It say feels like a like a like a commercial for laser tag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, three. That makes sense. Three. Mark. Three. I'm gonna give it a four. Stakes. I mean, this is a relationship scene. Interpersonal right. stakes, I would say like a 3-5. Yeah. Three. Makes sense. I do appreciate that like, the, this is bookended the episode and it ties into the yeah. episode. Well, like the intuition. Which Voyager the, sometimes doesn't even bother. Yes, the intuition thing. All the intuition talk and stuff like Janeway's intuition yeah. throughout the whole thing. But also like Jane... This has nothing to do, but it just reminded me. Janeway, like on the bridge of the other ship, about to leave the ship, going like, "Also, we got velocity game next week. I better see you there." Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're in the middle of something, folks. I just realized why the calculator on our sheet wasn't like very significant. And it's because Why? I put a calculator for literally every single episode on this new I know, master on spreadsheet. Yeah. I just remembered that when you said yeah, it, yeah, but you, it's obvious. Yeah. Now I'm just looking at it like, oh yeah, I made it so I don't have to like reset it every time. I have a calculator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, because I wanted to have is- a definitive knowledge. Like we spent all that time having Mark like go through all and Lodare go through all the episodes yeah. and listening to them. Okay. Might be whatever. So the final score computer, what is it? Calculating 2.78. Typical Voyager. Middle of the road. Why is this different? Oh my God. Oh God. (laughs) Oh, that's because the calculator in the calculator page is the old, the old Excel spreadsheet. That with the have wrong involved, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's fixed. <laughs> we're fixed. We're good. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, we did it. <laughs> Star we Trek. We're it. back. We're fully back. Fully back. Okay, so, so next, next week we. Next mm-hmm. week is Rivals from Deep Space Nine, season That's two, right. episode eleven. Eleven.
Uh, great. Well, hey, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for for being down for our little updates. Uh, and and I swear, now we will update. Yeah. The the sheet. So we will have the top ten updated of all uh, of our episodes of all time. Yeah, I'll go in and look at it and put together a new. You should be able 10. to create um, a form that pulls from every sheet. Don't we have a list? Yeah, going. We have a list of, mm-hmm. but they're divided by season. No, but don't we have a like a master like uh, ranking? No, that doesn't. Well, I mean, it exists, but it's out of date. Yeah, Remember, we did a whole um, new one for March Madness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then it might take me a little bit longer now. I know how you could do it really fast. You could make it so every season you could pull the highest score out of it. Right. And then you could just, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But it's not, yeah. <laughs> or you could just copy every single, anyways, I'll figure oh, something God. out. We'll figure it oh, out. Yeah. We'll have it out soon. So, <laughs> I might do it t- today while doing nothing. I was going to say, I have, so, I have a movie this afternoon. but um, Busy day. Yeah. What? Busy day. I know. Um, if you enjoyed uh, <laughs> what we do here, please uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's really great. Um, and show support for... Yeah, for us to continue to have a great time and keep talking Trek. We got a coffee yeah. link in the in the description of this episode. Yeah, uh, we do want to give thanks to the artist Bodyline. We use their music for our intro and outro with the permission of the Midwest Collective. Right, and uh, our computer music was computer music. Our computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thanks for that. We belong to an amazing um, podcast network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Check out some of their other podcasts. They've got a lot of great ones. Yeah, yeah. As always, CBS, Viacom, Paramount Global, we are a fan podcast, so please leave us the hell alone. And pay your actors, writers, editors, directors, everyone who deserves fair wage. Pay them. Uh, and I think, did we did you did you guys see that the the turnout for the SAG ratification was only like forty four percent, thirty eight percent, or something like that? It's forty four. No, it was less. Not great. It's more than elections, like more than general elections. It was, it was like thirty eight percent or something. It was bad. People, people were not happy with the deal. I know seventy eight point three three percent of people were happy with it. You're right. It was thirty twenty eight. Twenty eight percent of people who voted out of the thirty eight percent were unhappy. Like twenty one point six seven voted against it. Right. Of that 38. Just seems, yeah. Yeah. Seems ridiculous. Yep. It sucks. I don't think we're going to get a better deal. I don't think so either. Yeah. I know. It's good to be unhappy. I disagree with that, but (laughs) (laughs) I think they could get a better deal. I think you just literally continue your strike. I do not think the studios are going to continue to do things. I, I am firmly of the belief, and I could be naive, that 
if the studios start trying to create digital stars, that they are they are going to they're signing their death warrant because I think that it's not just not very interesting. That like people aren't going to be interested stars. in it. I, they're not going to do digital stars. Like yeah. you're right. If they do that death warrant, of course. Yeah. I think really what it is is like non stars, like all the little people, mm-hmm. right? Like if it's it's similar with <clears throat> music right now too, where like. If you're not already a huge star, you have to do so much of your own shit that like, how do you actually be creative? Yeah. Right. It's a similar thing where like little actors are never going to be able to act. And then how do you become a big star if you can't like break into that? Yeah. They're going to destroy the pipeline of new talent. Right. Right. Let's be real here. You have to be auditioning like in your teens to maybe get a role, like a lead role in your twenties and thirties. Like you look at, uh, Austin Butler, for example, he was auditioning from his teenage years and he just mm-hmm. finally hit last year with yeah. Elvis. Like the system is already fucked and rigged and, and you have to like, that's why people with connections and Nepo babies do better because they have the support system and the opportunity. That's a real problem yeah. with Hollywood right there. <laughs> It is not designed uh, to let new people in. Gatekeeping at every single yeah. level. It's true. <sighs> well, thanks for listening. On that everybody. depressing note. Yeah. <laughs> go watch Big Hero <laughs> 6 to cap it all off. Go have a good cry. Yeah. And computer. Uh, and program. Oh. Well, we tag team that one. We spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.